0: Good morning Church! It's so good to have you join us this morning. I miss you guys and I'm really really excited that we can still gather together and just worship Jesus. And this is a good time as well for us to be reminded that as far as we value community, uh, God has also invited us to pursue Him as individuals. So wherever you are at, I'm really 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 encouraging you to spend time in prayer, worship God, read your Bible, follow our bible plan as you've heard earlier on and just dig into your own relationship with jesus but jesus does not save us to just be individuals he saved us to be in community he saved us into a family so this does not mean that i don't want you to participate in church stuff i want you to be part of these things that we're doing here online and our whatsapp group and all these other things Because it's important, because God wants us to gather, God wants us to meet. And in this time, the best way we can do that is through just being online together, praying together, doing WhatsApp or Zoom calls and whatever we can do that the Lord has allowed us to do. So if you are needing anything, uh, please uh, send me a, uh, a message and I'll call you and I'll pray with you. And we'll just chat, just catching up as friends. Uh, that would be a really, really good gift. But today I'm really excited because for the next few weeks, we're getting into one of the most important topics of our faith, which is prayer. And and I want us to uh, allow Jesus to disarm what we think about prayer. Because for a lot of us, when we think about prayer, it is just exhausting. It's a, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of painful things. And and when you come to the Bible, you get to hear Jesus talks about prayer in most amazing ways. Actually the life of Jesus was full of prayer. Uh, Jesus was praying and he got filled with the Spirit. When he was about to do works, when he was in pain, when he was about to give his life, even at the cross there was moments of prayer. His life was marked by prayer. And I want to encourage you in this time because we're living in very complicated times where we are asking god what's going on and and i think it's a time for us to pray Uh, when we are feeling a little bit worn out when we're feeling a little bit burnt out when it's a little bit like we're hitting walls when things are not working as much it's time for us to pray but to an extent the question might be how do i pray how does prayer look like? What does prayer even mean? So for the next few weeks, I'm going to be taking us through this conversation. And hopefully we'll have other friends join us talking about prayer, their own experiences of prayer. And, and just to encourage all of us that uh, this journey of following Jesus and loving God is a journey of intentionally communicating with God which is basically the working definition for this series when it comes to prayer. That prayer at the core of what prayer is is intentionally communicating with God. Intentionally saying, God, here are my petitions. God, this is where I'm at. God, this is where I am struggling. God, this is where I need help. God, this is where I'm celebrating life. God, this is what's going on. So if you are basically asking uh, what, what what is prayer why should I pray I'd say prayer is simply communicating God uh, with God intentionally about where you are at what things are happening how life is going it's intentionally choosing to invite God to your story to your life to everything that is happening not simply because it's hard uh, but because God deserves all glory God is holding all things together, and God is sovereign, and sovereignty means God is running everything. He's got the whole world in his hands. I'm sure you remember that song. So even in this season where COVID-19 has pushed a lot of us to limits emotionally, and physically, financially, and, and, and spiritually, this is a time for us to pray. Because if we don't pray, we we just going to keep going down. And and I want us to spend some time rethinking prayer. To just look at our experiences and allow God to uh, teach us what prayer is about. Because for a lot of us, we dread prayer. We are afraid to pray. Because prayer for a lot of us is, is a little bit more a task for the Holy One a task for the special ones. So a lot of us, we uh, we stick in places where we feel so unworthy to pray. We feel like we're not qualified. We don't have what it takes to pray. So it's easy for us to uh, go and find people that can pray better, go and find people that are gifted at praying, go and find people that are a little bit more qualified than us because our experiences uh prayer is a heavy task it's a complicated task prayer is something that we cannot just know so we live in that kind of place where we feel exhausted to pray we we devise tricks uh on how to pray we are unsure if we're being heard or who to pray to or uh how to pray and and we pray in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit do we pray in the name of jesus like how Can I pray? And a lot of us, we are confused on how it works. So we sit in this whole place of like, man, I don't know how to pray. I I dread the moment to pray. I know I'm in a situation that I need to pray, but how do I pray? But the reality is most of the things that exhaust us about prayer are things we made up. They're not in scripture. They're things we came up with, not things God said we should do. And, and part of that is because we as humans are very good at crafting things that are useful, but sometimes those things can be tasks that doesn't have grace. They can be tasks that are so human-oriented, so human-manufactured, that they are exhausting, that they don't give life, they don't give joy. When God is inviting us to pray, he's a father who wants to hear from his kids. And a lot of us, we have a relationship with our families or our father figures in our lives that as far as we do what is required, the father figure doesn't want to hear from us. As far as we pass school, pass exams, we're good, we're not getting in trouble. They're like, good. Well, God, our father, is like, you know what? I want to hear from you. Come on, talk to me. I want to hear what's going on. I want to... And I want to uh, receive what's going on, and I want to help you. I want to walk with you. I want to live and do life with you. And and scripture is so good because scripture even says uh, we pray because God knows. So you already know. So it's just a parent who knows that a child is struggling with school, but the parent just wants to hear, "Hey, tell me what's going on at school." Tell me what's going on with your resources. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So, for a lot of us, the things that we have carried about prayer are things we need to unlearn because they're not from God. They're from our own fears, they're from our own cultures, they're from our own families, they are from uh, the religious things we've been able to do over our lives. So, we've carried those things and we bring them to God as if that's a requirement and that's a how to pray. But when you open the Bible, when you open the Bible, and we're going to see it in Matthew chapter 6, because this is where Jesus gives this famous uh, Lord's Prayer um, that a lot of us have memorized. If you grew up in church or if you just know anything about Christianity at all, you might have come across this prayer um, a little bit. But, But I want to focus on the verses before Jesus starts teaching us how we should pray. Uh, because that is quite important for us. And, and, and I want us to allow that to teach us how we should not pray, right? This is a how not to pray. And, 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 and Jesus, in Matthew 6, uh, 5 through 7, and he says, And when you pray, you, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others what we see here is prayer is not a show-off. You're not in a competition to prove to other people that you're a prayerful person. And, and, and a lot of us are so pressured because the way we carry and think about prayer is prayer is a show-off. Like I have to convince people that I know theology, that I know the Bible, I know the right words, I know the right doctrine. So when I'm praying, I carry that pressure that, that I have to show off that I've been able to study my Bible. Now, as far as that is really, really important, what we see in that passage is Jesus literally addressing that. Man, prayer is not about you showing off. It's about you communicating intentionally with God, the Father. It's you intentionally choosing to lay down your burdens at the feet of the cross. You choosing intentionally to say, God, this is where I am at. Prayer. Is not a show off prayer is not a competition you're not competing with anyone you are talking to god your father you're not here around trying to out pray other people and and a lot of times that's how we feel like that's how we carry ourselves we go around and thinking like you know what i'm gonna show off i'm gonna compete with other people so jesus says do not be like the gentiles who pray and in, in a weird way because To an extent, they're just trying to compete with the next person praying close to them. So Jesus even drives the point home. you got to avoid that competition. you got to avoid that show off because prayer is about you and God. So go into your room, close the door, kneel, or lay on your bed, or however you want to do it. Stand and pray to your God who sees in secret. In other words, what Jesus is saying, prayer is about your heart. Where is your heart? Is your heart weary? Is your heart in trouble? Are you troubled? Is your heart joyful? Is your heart excited? Is your heart in just a complicated place? Your father knows that deep secret reality of your heart. So pray according to that place that you are in. Are you confused? Pray from that place. Wait, dude, when you open the Bible and then you just get to Psalms, you're like, dude, this guy did not keep his words. It's like, God, why have you forsaken me? Like he he'll just pray, he'll just sing to God from the place where he was at. And and that's what prayer is about. And Jesus is like, don't don't pray as if you're competing with people. Go close your room and just be real with God. Be with where with with God from the place where you are at. Don't don't think like you have to compete. You have to show off. Prayer is not a get me out of trouble <laughs> trick. Because a lot of us we we feel like. We have to pray only when we are in trouble. So prayer is a trick for God to get us out of trouble. No, no, no. Prayer is more than that. Prayer is not just about your troubled days. I know as humans, we're intentionally not super motivated to pray when things are going great. But God's invitation is for us to pray at all times without ceasing. That's God's invitation. Pray without ceasing. When I was a kid in our family, there was this uh a painting that my mother had with the bible and they had a verse and the verse said lekeza, muzonse yamikane. now my name is yummy that entire time i was like why would my mom put my name on a bible and it just didn't hit me and that that painting has been in our family for at least 20 years and i was like cool I'm, I'm so cool my name is in the bible you know what i mean but but oh what that verse was saying is like pray without seizing in everything. Praise God. Be thankful to God. That that you, you just don't have to pray because things are hard. You can pray when you're celebrating. You can pray when you're having fun. Because every moment of life is held together by God. I Meaning there's no moment either of pain or frustration or celebration or parting that God is not part of. So our idea of prayer sometimes is is reveals what we think God is doing in our lives but also reveals when we think God is part of our life when things get hard a lot of us think God has either abandoned us so we have to cry hard to God and when we are parting and things are going great we think like God has just rewarded us so we have we should not bother him by Either saying thanks or inviting him to life and stuff like that. But God's invitation is for us to pray at all times, not only when we're in trouble. Because prayer is communion. Prayer is communication with God. Is intentionally saying, God, this is where I am at today. I thank you for life. God, this is hard. God, I don't have words for this. It's literally what the Spirit of God says in His Word. That prayer in our everyday, is like groaning. That the Spirit of God helps us to pray with groanings. Like we sometimes don't even have the words to say and to invite God into our situations, but the Holy Spirit helps us. Prayer is a relationship with God. is a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I can start there. Yeah, don't say it again, though. Just start from the next sentence. Is that okay? Yeah. You and God are in a relationship. And that relationship might be a, I don't want anything to do with God. That might be the way you relate to God. Or God is actually your father. Prayer is a relationship with God. Prayer is how we bring whatever we're going through before God. Prayer is how we communicate with God. Is how we talk to God. But prayer is not just us talking to God. Prayer is us talking and listening. It's listening and responding to what God is saying. Now, God has said the Lord in his word. And, and when it comes to prayer, I want us to be rooted in his word. That's why, why at Flood, we want you to be rooted in God's word. We want to say truth with grace because it's all about God. It's all about God's word. It's all about Jesus. And, and we want us to be rooted in that and to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Because prayer is a relationship. And, and sometimes that's where we miss the point. Um, uh, When we look at prayer as a relationship, as a relationship between us and God, it allows us to know that's where we have to start. But if prayer is just a task we do, there is literally no intimacy. There is literally no talking. Now, I love my wife. I love talking to my wife. Like, I love talking to my wife. But I also love listening. I love to hear what's going on in our heart, in our mind, and all these other things, and that's a gift. It's a gift that I'm learning every day, to embrace and to do better, and all those other things. And, and when I look at uh, me talking to my wife as a task, it gets complicated it gets heavy, it can be exhausting. But because we have a relationship, it's a joy. I look forward to talking to my wife when I'm going through crazy things or when I'm partying, I, when I have amazing news, when I have the deepest painful news. I want to talk to her first because she matters to me. I, I know she cares. I know she carries a, a level of compassion that that she receives my struggle, my groanings, my pain, my fears in a different way. Now, when you talk to God from a place of God knows me, I'm in a relationship with God, you don't have to come proving a point because you know God loves you. God knows you. And and he knows how he even wired you with all your feelings, with all your complicatedness, right? God knows that. God knows you. So when you're coming to pray, you pray from a place of God, this is who I am and where I am at. Help me. Or sort this out, however you pray with God. But we start from a relationship place. That's why it's complicated to pray to God when there is no relationship. That's why we can dread. Or when we think our relationship is not good enough, we can tend to dread prayer. We can tend to feel like it's a little bit more complicated. And next week, I'm going to sit a little bit more on the Our Father. Because up until we understand that God is our Father and what that means and what that looks like, we will keep feeling prayer to be a very exhausting process. We will feel like prayer is something that we have to deal with instead of joyfully do. Prayer is a relationship with God. Are you in a relationship with God that He is inviting you to talk to Him? intentionally bring your petitions to him. Prayer is love. Man, you talk to people you love. You hear from people you love. Prayer is love and it actually reorders our lives. Prayer allows us to look at what our priorities are, what we value the most. Actually, prayer is quite revealing. It reveals your fears when you're talking to God it reveals your pride it reveals the things you have made priority in your life that God starts removing and moving those things as you are praying as you come before a holy powerful God you are able to find a space for humility because God allows you to see where you truly are in your heart so that you can receive what God is giving you And what God is inviting you. So prayer is love. You love God, therefore you pray. You are loved by God. You are loved by God. Therefore you pray. Man, it's it's so amazing. Prayer is also an encounter with God. That's how we encounter the presence of God. That's how we are empowered by God. For the daily tasks God allows us to do. Now, when we say it that way, a lot of us think that the tasks we need to pray for are the ones like you come in a church, you're serving with the church, like you are doing stuff. But dude, God wants you to invite his presence with you as you're raising your kids. As some of you are homeschooling right now and it's just complicated, God wants to be with you. As you're cooking, as you're walking, as you're cleaning your house, as you're going to work, whatever you're doing, God wants to be invited in that. God wants you to have an encounter as a as a driver. God wants you to have an encounter with him as a son, as a daughter. God wants you to have an encounter with him. As you're learning in school, as you are learning crazy, complicated mathematics and all this kind of stuff, and you're like... God be my help. God wants you to have an encounter as you are marveling at how amazing he made the human brain. But just like that, God wants you to have an encounter when you're feeling low. God wants you to have an encounter when you're feeling high. God wants you to have an encounter with him when you just don't know how to pray. God wants you to have an encounter. So prayer is how we encounter God. Prayer is how we receive from God how we learn who we are prayer is an encounter because when you encounter God you're never the same you never the same you you see your fears for who those fears are you see your anger you see your unforgiveness you see your sins for what they are prayers and encounter with God. So, so I invite you to start looking at that. So you hear again as we were thinking prayer. And, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. And, and, and with that, you get this idea that the Gentiles' way of praying showed their lack of assurance in who God wanted them to be or who God was to them. So in their head, they had to convince their God. They had to say the best phrases with the most clarity, with the most words, so that maybe God could be manipulated with their deep, broken, perfect, amazing words. And Jesus is like, do not be like that. Don't be like that. You can manipulate God with your words. You can trick God to giving you stuff and go goes like, "Oh, I didn't see that one coming." No, Don't be like that. God wants you to come to Him the way you truly are, where you are, and start receiving from there. start learning from there. so that when you're praying to God, you are as real as possible. You are as real as possible. You are as open as possible. You are as honest to God, honest to yourself as possible. The p- prayer is not, I'm going to hide how I am doing before God and others. No, prayer is, I'm going to come the way I really are. So that I'm face to face with God's truth, God's word, and allow God to change me from there. The Gentiles' way of praying revealed that they are God's. Did not know their situations so they had they had to push harder they had to push a little bit more and Jesus says do not do not pray like that go and close your door because the God of the universe the God of heaven knows what you are really going through and the God that knows you in secret will reward you you know what actually happens it's like when you're praying for show off and all those things that's a reward you're getting Because you're getting the attention. You're getting the praise that, oh man, this person can pray. You're getting all these other things and Jesus is like, you've already gotten your reward. Because prayer is not about that. Prayer is about you intentionally communicating with God. Because the Gentiles way of praying exposed who they thought God was. And I want to stop there. And ask a question what is your prayer life leave revealing who god is to you is god someone you have to trick with certain words to give you the things you need or is god your father what burdens are you carrying because you're not sure if god really hears you What is the one thing you need to give up this week? To invite God to help you to have a better prayer life for you to be able to communicate with God. Because this is what prayer is you getting up right now and saying, God, this is where I'm at. I need your help. This is who I am. And from Next, we're going to look at all these phrases, and we're going to trace them in scripture. Say, what what does it mean when we say God is our Father? So, I want to leave with that question again. What is your prayer life revealing about who God is to you? Is God useful? Is God a thing? Is God a get-me-out-of-trouble trick? Or is God your Father? Let us pray. Father, we're loved by you. Help us as people that truly and fully know that. Help us to know how to pray. And help us intentionally come to you with all our desires and longings. For the sake of your name, for the glory of your kingdom. Amen. Cool. Cool.